Are you ready to be in top form? You're about to enjoy and be transformed by some killer life and business hacks that we've designed to improve everything from your marketing and management to your fitness, health, lifestyle, and even your travel. You're going to be looking good. Come and get it. Some stuff doesn't, believe it or not, and why you need to think about it in a new way. And our guest today, Robin Fries, who's actually very knowledgeable on this for a variety of reasons we could discuss. <clears throat> so first, Sam, we should tell people that we have a new format. Yeah. And you can scooch it if you want to. We can, yeah. So let's swing around here. Hi, everybody. Woo. Everybody is helping us because now producer Leslie will leap in and tell us uh, really what's going on from a technical standpoint, but we are still going to be live on Facebook, but you're going to be getting the behind the scenes mm -hmm. sort of view. And really from now on, the video part and the um, podcast are going to be produced and edited sort of more elaborately yeah. so that we can bring people like a really yeah. polished, interesting, fun. We try to go more high tech on the live side. Yeah. It didn't work out so well. Yeah. So now we're going low, more low tech on the live side, but more high tech on the back end. But in part, it's it wasn't the anything that we did or didn't do. It's Facebook wants you to shoot this mm -hmm. using your Can't. maybe using your, your laptop, laptop, but certainly your phone. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we couldn't bring you the sort of quality of um, production. We couldn't do any post production. Yeah. Just had to shoot it, and it compressed it and made it look sort of sloppy. And we've got such beautiful colors to, yeah. in today's show. That we and want we're to shooting see. with two cameras today. Well, really, three. Three, yeah. It's a three-camera shoot. That's special. <laughs> not sure three camera, look. one, two, three, four lights. So, so Facebook Live, if you happen to be around on Sundays, we're going to record multiple shows on the Sundays that we're on, and you're welcome to come and have kind of behind-the-scenes look and get a jump on it. But we're going to have some really, really cool video content for you. So today, we are really honored to have Robin with us. Robin, um, I know you are, by professional training, a lactation consultant. But as a result of that and your interest in human nutrition and in infant nutrition, you've really developed a lot of background information on nutrition generally, but specifically on organics. So we want to talk about that. And you have two really cool resources for us today. And we're going to go beyond these. But tell us a little bit about these two lists, uh, who produces them, how people can use them. So the Environmental Working Group is a consumer organization that's independently funded and they report on and help analyze different products, both food and cleaning products and, and they have a view by the way I think. and suntan lotions. Hmm? They have a view that um, pesticides are bad in for human consumption. Right. And well they, they want their reporting so that you can make an informed decision about what you want to put on your skin or eat and uh, and know that sometimes, you know, if it's, a, if it's a product that they rate as like a D or an F, that might be very harmful. But if they rate it, you know, if you put in a product in, on their website and search it and it's rated an A, then you know it has probably the least harmful things in it. So uh, let's start with the idea that if pesticides are bad, which most people listening will probably just accept without lots of sure. scientific evidence on right. that, although I think you've told me we could go and get it from these guys, that right. 
well, well, let's let's not just leap over it. Tell us a couple of the profound basic reasons that ingesting pesticides is bad. What does it do to people? So, the first thing is that it will uh, it, it can interrupt your hormones because some of the pesticides are called um, are um, estrogen estrogenic, and so women that have too much too much estrogen are more vulnerable to um, breast cancer mm-hmm. and other cancers. So it's uh, it's just dangerous to have too many pesticides uh, interrupting. They interrupt what your normal hormones would do. So, and again, men too. Men can uh, can have too much can can have too much estrogen production. Oh yeah, absolutely. Does it do? Does it suppress uh, testosterone? So I'm not an endocrinologist. Well, let's, let's put that <laughs> and out. And it's very, very that's complicated. It's never, never stopped some and me <laughs> from opining on high estrogen days. can decrease, Test- can cause low estrogen or low testosterone. It's very, it's it's very complicated, but it it can be a problem. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So men aren't thinking this is just a problem for babies and women. This is right. a problem for human oh, beings. For everybody, yeah. So if we accept based on that and brief sort of run through it, that the increase in cancer, I think is is study too as far as what pesticides can do so if we agree that we want to avoid them and you told me before we started you told Sam and me that um that this group was working to get uh, high levels of pesticides eliminated from baby for uh, formula and baby food well they reported that uh there was some studies done and showed in like 1995 that there were high levels of pesticides in baby food and so they, which is probably not good. You know, there, yeah. so there was obviously action taken, and uh, so those the top three that were the most dangerous were taken out, and uh, that they conformed to you know baby food industry, I guess conformed to what the standards were for the FDA. But uh, this group is saying that um, there are standards in Europe that are much higher, and so our baby food that's non-organic is still probably containing some pesticide residue that's beyond what even other and, countries. Have. And that's pretty enlightening. Is baby food is something that is fairly processed, mm-hmm. and the pesticides are still making it through. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it, it's, it, washing doesn't always not doing take the trick. it. Right. So, but I think that goes to this, right? Well, so there are some things that are much more dangerous and some things that can be eaten that are non-organic, but... Right with proper precautions can be without much worry about pesticides. Well, so the other thing about pesticides, so is that when you put a pesticide on a plant, it is like a um, antibiotic for that plant. It's it's protecting the plant against things that would kill the plant or challenge the plant. And so when you do that, you weaken the plant's own ability to create Compounds to fight off infection or to mm-hmm. fight off the pest, the pests that would that the pesticides are helping the plant do, and when you have organic uh, ways of protecting plants, or the plant is an organic plant, there's actually higher levels of nutrients in the plant. So if you're eating a, a strawberry for its uh, health benefits and uh, you eat a non-organic strawberry, you're, you're getting a lot of pesticides, and the plant, the actual in compounds that uh, make the strawberry healthy aren't as abundant. 
Well, and to the extent that you could tell this from taste, and I don't know if you can, I recently had the experience of pulling some carrots out of the garden at the end of the mm -hmm. year and eating them side by side with some carrots that I bought at the store. And the color and the flavor and the texture were like two different things. The mm -hmm. carrots from the store were these mushy sort of pale orange, and they didn't have flavor. I think the thing is you just don't notice it unless you're eating them side by side, whereas right. these Mm -hmm. Carrots that I pulled out of the ground were in, like they were hard and they were incredibly good. And they, um, now you mentioned something too. This is a little bit of a side when you're because one of the things we're going to talk about is should you grow your own and what are the dangers of growing your own versus uh, you know organic that's monitored and certified and things. But um, when you grow your own food, you were mentioning you should not vigorously wash it generally, whereas foods that you're going to buy in the store. Even if they're organic, they probably require some level of washing. So what, what was the reason for that? What was the difference? So uh, fruit and vegetables have uh, you know, uh, probiotics on them. So we always think of probiotics as things that uh, you ferment, like you know, sauerkraut or you know, fermented um, dairy products and things like mm -hmm. that. But uh, there are probiotics on, you know, um, on plants. And uh, so, and those those are beneficial for us. So, the idea would be, you know, if you want to create a good microbiome, you're not just going to the store and buying probiotics. You're actually eating foods, right. uh, and they don't have to always be fermented foods to create uh, good. Um, so, just lightly washing a carrot from the garden is better than scrubbing it clean. Than you know. Uh, and if you know where it came from, then it's safer. You don't want to... And, and organic vegetables that you got at the farmer's market, you know, again, if you know where it came from, then you might be comfortable with that. So we grow here, meaning at our house, we grow lots of things that um, you wouldn't want to buy that weren't organic. So we grow raspberries, and we grow strawberries, and we grow pre peaches, and we grow apples. And almost all of those things, and we're going to get to these lists in a little bit, are on these lists of things that would be dirty if you weren't buying them organically. So we grow them here and we don't spray them, but there is this m sort of misconception that organic, and, and producer Leslie, you could leap in on this, there's this misconception that organically grown things never have anything put on them. Which is not true. Okay. Sure, they just need to have, uh, uh, they just need to get sprayed with like, so for example, um, we spray apple trees with a dormant oil. Mm -hmm. That could still be certified as an organic yep. apple. Neem oil mm -hmm. is very common, organic. What was that uh, other one? Neem oil. Neem oil, yeah. Um, it's very uh, common insecticide that's organic. Um, a lot of people, especially if you're growing fruit, will have fungus issues. You can buy, um, essentially, it's a solvent made of copper that's organic that you can put on to stop the fungi. But there are lots of uh, organic alternative sprays that you can have um, so you're not spraying your crops with any kind of quote-unquote harmful thing but it doesn't mean that if those levels if you're doing it yourself can still be harmful if you're not using if the you're not being careful exactly and I mean I've seen people who are growing food at home that they think of as organic and they're spraying Roundup around it so right. yeah <laughs> so you're you you sort of killed your organic certification there but I, I think there's also a good you know, one of the arguments against organic is that our yields will be reduced. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a, a risk of food shortage. But there are workarounds to protect your crops, but keep them organic. And mm -hmm. I think it's important that people know about that. And the, another thing, and, and this is going to this mindset of organic, 
because in a, in a little bit we're going to talk about a, a list of a few things where you don't have to buy organic right. and you could still eat them safely with just some ordinary washing precautions. However, there are reasons why you might still want to buy organic and buy things that don't have to be organic for your own health. And that is to support a, a grow what we have now, which is a growing economy of growers that are going to follow yeah. organic practices and still be able to make a profit. And the hydroponic uh, section of that, the aquaponic section of that's making it so much easier to be organic, have those mass yields, mm -hmm. because you can plant uh, carnivorous plants in between your lettuce and you're not going to have bugs. Mm -hmm. And then everything's clean and through the water system and you're only using fish poop. So um, it can really help have those yields with a lower cost. So, Rob, let's, uh, there's a bunch of stuff sort of wrapped up in what we were just talking about, but let's get to the two lists. Why don't you start with the Clean 15? And my understanding is that these are things that you could eat, even if they weren't organic, with very low risk. Right, and I guess just the way they are, or that they're not heavily sprayed, um, that they're just on a what's called Clean 15. So that's, and this is a list that is published by the um, Environmental Working Group, and they, uh, you can get the list uh, if you get a donate, if you give them a small donation, you can get like a shopping list guide mm. uh, as well. And um, so it's like corn and sweet corn, like they actually have a little thing that says, um, you know, in the United States, um, it can, a small amount is genetically modified. Um, but buy organic of these crops if you want to avoid genetically modified. But generally, it's like sweet corn, avocados, pineapple, cabbage, um, so the clean 15 onions, frozen peas, uh, papayas, asparagus, mangoes, um, eggplant, honeydew, kiwi, cantaloupe, cauliflower, and grapefruits. So there's a couple in there that sort of surprised me. Yeah. And let's just t take a look. So sweet corn did surprise me because I think of corn as being a highly, uh, as, as a crop that where you'd have a lot of pesticides, but obviously yeah. not. The main risk they're citing here is GMO, which is a different risk. We're not really talking about that today or what the yeah. implications yeah. of that are. Um, avocados and um, mangoes surprised me. So our, our avocados are grown in California mm -hmm. uh, domestically. Mangoes, are they even grown domestically or are they imported? I think most come from Mexico. Mexico? I so think most uh, avocados. Yeah. yeah. So these, uh, you don't, they're, they're saying basically you buy these avocados and mangoes from a foreign source that's not certified organic, they're still pretty uh, safe to eat. Yeah. So, so yeah. that could either be just the manner in which they're grown or the, the thick fact skin. that they're, they're yeah. thick skinned, which is not super porous, like yeah. a peach or a strawberry. Obviously, once you spray that pesticide on there, it's getting in. Uh, it's not on this list, but bananas are another one, mm -hmm. which I think for the same reasons of like a physical structure, um, bananas may not be worth it from a pure health standpoint to buy. I mean, but the difference for most people will be relatively modest. Uh, yesterday, we went to Whole Foods to ch check it out. The uh, price difference, it was 49 cents a pound for non-organic bananas, and these are probably organic. And no, they're not. These are not. So it was 69 cents for <laughs> organic. But there's a separate issue there, which is, do you want to support Jeff Bezos, mm -hmm. who, who probably is not passing that on to the, to the growers, the organic right. banana growers? And he, God knows he needs the money. Oh, yeah. That's they, true. These, well, these aren't sure. organic. These are fair trade, though. 
Yes, which is a separate I, another, issue. Yeah, another. <laughs> I want to get into <laughs> Well, but that's kind of what I'm going to here. Yeah. The, the organic and the fair trade issues overlap a little bit, which is if more, um, more Americans dedicate themselves to eating healthier and buying more strictly organic, it is mm-hmm. going to support organic growing that's going to deal with all of these kinds of issues like reduced yield. Right. And, and if you're, if you're um, importing and are looking to support that farm infrastructure, organic farm infrastructure in other countries, then you want to look for that fair trade label. Yeah. Yeah. But the label, you know, the way that you know if you're just in the in produce, uh, so oh, yeah. an Let's organic's always going to have a nine. I don't know where you can hold it up here. <laughs> yeah, this you can one? Do that one. Yeah. <laughs> so this has, starts with a nine. That number, that produce mm-hmm. number. As does and this. And if you look at the banana, that starts with a four. So that's how you know this. the apple's organic. So it's always a nine. Always, organic. yeah. On yeah. this little uh, yeah. fruit scan. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Very cool. Now, by the way, people think, oh, I'm looking for organic um, in fresh foods, which, of course, you are. So these are labeled organic sweet peas. There's lots of ways that the food industry... And the big food industry is trying to trick people. So they'll say natural or right. naturally grown. But what you really want to look for is a conspicuous posting of organic. So notice here we have uh, eggs from our chickens in the backyard, including with poop on one, which is a sure sign. Now, by the way, these just sit out. They're, and they're fed organic feed. And we could leave these out on the counter for like three weeks and they would yeah. still be good. These... Have to, once they're refrigerated, even though they're organic, they have to go back in the fridge. But you're going to look for conspicuous labeling organic. So on fresh fruit, you're going to look for the nine. You have to be careful because um, you were showing me something in the grocery store the other day where people were buying um, a squash that was cut up into big chunks, and that was three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Bezos figured out a way to cut them into like almost perfect squares. Same weight, same product, six ninety nine. Probably the cost of Jeff Bezos was like a fraction of a penny to make that difference. So people would buy the, they'd pick up the six ninety nine, then they'd see the three ninety nine, put the six ninety nine back in with the same, and that happens with organic foods yep. too. So you have to be careful. That's why Robin's telling you to look at that, and that's why we're saying looking, look, start looking for the more conspicuous organic indication. And even though in the whole big picture of things, you do feel savaged when you leave a Whole Foods, even with their new you know, customer-friendly pricing structure. Uh, you do feel savage if you start to pay attention to this and you you go to a farmer's market where you're really comfortable about where it's coming from or you go to a Whole Foods or we have Kimberton Whole Foods. You go there and you buy the most essential things there. Um, then you're going to add modestly to your weekly food bill and be supporting the organic structure. But... There are other us. Are we going to talk about celery? I just pulled celery out. That's not, I noticed, on this list, right? Asparagus is on the list of the clean 15. Oh, no, it is. is it's, no, it's not on the clean Yeah, that's going to be over on the other side. It's on the other side. Mm. Well, we'll get to that in a second, but be looking for packaged foods, too, that contain, that are certified as organic or contain organic ingredients. So um, it's not just your fresh fruit that where this can matter and make a difference. This is... Uh, these are organic apricots, so I travel. And the, this is a big package with lots of little packages. Yeah. And then this is a, uh, a mini fig. So oh, when I'm traveling, I can take healthier yeah. foods with me in these 
relatively smaller packets, but again, you're going to have to look for, uh, you know, the conspicuous organic label there. Uh, also, if you're, if the aesthetics of your food bother you, sometimes people think, well, you know, look, the organic food that I'm getting in those stores, people, organic growers are paying more attention to this and it looks good. Yeah. These though will not be the bright orange that people think of a dried apricot. They're going to be a dirty poop colored brown. So you have to sort of brace yourself for that. Not everybody likes eating a little tiny brown turd like shaped thing. I don't know why I'm good with it. So um, in, a, in a minute, Rob, I want to get to this. This is um, what was the, the top 24 or something? No, it's clean it 15 and dirty dozen. Dirty dozen, okay. <laughs> it's dirty dozen, but there are 48 on the list. Well, so that's what just talking in, about. And they, they made a list now that as you, the lower down you go, the, the less pesticides are you. Right, so it's kind of the reverse. If you go from 51, now it's 51 up. Those are the clean 15. Oh, I got you. So, okay. but, but I also want to mention, I hear this all the time. People, and, and I did a little poking around on Google, people are constantly searching for organic food cookbooks, which I find hilarious. What you want to do if you're going to begin to eat more organic food, grow your own food, is you want to start to find cookbooks that are really appealing to your palate. Right. So these two books that I have here are a great place to start if you like these things. Uh, put, putting organic food into the mix is going to make these kind of amazing, fairly easy to do recipes even tastier. So, um, one, and we'll put the links up for these. One is an oldie but a goodie: the Silver Palette Cookbook. And Rob, you remember? You remember the Silver Palette? Yes, I do. Well, you are. Well, most people don't know. You're a, a classically trained French chef. So, mm -hmm. what was it that you liked about Silver Palette? I mean, we use this. The forever in the early years of our marriage. What did I like about it? Yeah, I mean, there's some themes to Silver Palette, but I mean, for example... Well, they have good... Just It's just got everything in it. It's like a Bible. It, it was in the 90s. <laughs> in the early 90s. But it's a way of cooking, too, where, right. where you're making pretty sophisticated, interesting, tasty things, but yeah, it's got it's a stripped-down, simple yeah. version of it. Yeah. yeah, you're not spending four hours making right. that version of it. Yeah. And then kind of a modern version of that is a book that... Now, she's gone to the dark side some. You know this, right? I didn't know that. She has gone into partnership with Jeff Bezos so that if you oh, go to the yeah. hot... Which, by the way, this is me saying this, so I have to get your opinion, but I ate from the, I ate from the trough yesterday, oh. and I went totally Indian, and wow. it was very disappointing. Yeah. Very, very disappointing. But there's a whole paleo... Nom nom part to the um, hot bar mm -hmm. at Whole Foods now. Interesting. But, but this, like nom nom paleo, if you're interested in eating in a predominantly paleo way, this is a fabulous book that, that has all kinds of super easy ways yeah. of doing things. So what you want to do are start to find some books that are written by people who consistently produce recipes for food that you like and then begin to adapt them to uh, organic foods. The adaptations are usually very minimal to none. Yeah. You'll, what you'll just find is it's going to change the texture sometimes of the food or the quality or the flavor of it. Because mm -hmm. like the carrots, if you do a beef stew, if you're not a vegetarian and you do a beef stew and you use carrots from your garden or organically produced carrots, 
like you say, they're going to absorb nutrients. They're going to be more nutrient dense. If you just lightly rinse them rather than scrub them off, you're going to get all of these uh, pre and probiotic aspects of them. And, um, and your food that they're in is just going to taste so much different. And I would say that, uh, you know, if you see something, you know, go to the market and look for something and maybe you've never cooked with that before. Well, just go online and look for a recipe, you know, recipes for, uh, you know, for whatever grapefruit. Actually, there was one of our, who was it? It was, um, a friend of mine. She had, a you know, kids over to her house and she started to cut up a grapefruit and this child had never seen a grapefruit. Wow. Um, well, we've Jamie met people Oliver, who never saw anybody crack an egg yeah, before. Yeah, Jamie Oliver had, yeah, it was this college student, one yeah. of our, uh, Jamie's professors uh, said, you know, that he, he does a lot of um, uh, food foraging. preparation and foraging and, yeah. and so he gets all these college students in the kitchen and he's like, okay, now crack these eggs and they had never cracked an egg before. So people are not in touch with Remember that with pejorative their I used earlier? Oh, have you cracked an egg before? You're super young. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, Jamie Oliver you know, would go to in one of his television shows. Wow, You're pointing back. behind you, not because um, he's there. Yeah. He's hanging out in the back. There's a series of cookbooks back there. But, you know, just get again getting in touch with your food, showing kids ahead of broccoli, and not and they didn't know what that was. So, but wow. so if you go to the market and you see something you've never you know gotten for, make sure you know the name of it so you can Google it. Well, you were it. waving the jackfruit <laughs> but, around yesterday, <laughs> but um, the jackfruit scares me a little bit because um, when I was in, it's not that I don't eat jackfruit, uh, but when I was in uh, Thailand, I was in a cab with Alex, and there was a whole series of things with a circle and a line through them, the international symbol for this can't be in my cab. Yeah. One was a machine gun. <laughs> One had two people in coitus and it had a circle and a line through that. So no love making in the back of the cab. And then another was the jackfruit. So I'm just saying if the jackfruit gets lumped in with coitus in the cab and um, machine guns, I just want to be super cautious bringing one home. We grew up eating jackfruit. Yeah. Well, it's, the jackfruit is delicious. Yeah. Uh, but, but what you're suggesting, Robert, is really the way that humans ate for millennia, which is not what do I want, let me go get it from the store and make it. Let me go to the store, to the farmer's market when they come into town and see mm-hmm. what they have or see what we still have preserved if we're out of season. And, and what do I make with this ingredient mm-hmm. that I have? Right. And and so that is a totally different way of looking how you're at how you're going to the grocery store. But mm-hmm. we do that more and more, and we have so many good farmers markets around here that we're able to go and see something that's inspirational. It makes eating and cooking a lot more fun. Too. It does. Yeah. It makes it more exciting. Now, some people would say, "Well, doesn't Blue Apron do that?" <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where yeah. you're going to start. At least it's yes. real food. I mean, if it's not if if it's not something a caveman ate, then you should probably, you know, eat that in way, le- you know, way more moderation. I or think not at all. Tyson, <laughs> Dr. Tyson Franklin, I hate to say, would say that cavemen did eat Tim Tams. <laughs> yeah. He would take that position, I think, because he doesn't want to give the Tim Tam up. Yeah, but, but again, moderation, so. So let's, um, before we wrap up here, let's just review a couple of things, which is, Organic is not the beginning and the end. And Sam, you wanted to make a comment, I think, too. A lot of people think, I'm eating organic. Let's have that. Yeah, just because you're eating organic or eating clean, whatever that means, is like quantity still matters, right? right? You can't just 
eat as much as you want all the time and just so I can't have a four organic egg omelet instead of a two no you can have it you just have to take something else out I would say the only exception to that would be vegetables because you're technically supposed to eat up to a pound of vegetables a day, and I don't know that people... I totally that. agree. I mean, consuming, uh, like... Organic real, chocolate, oh, though, well, is what you're getting. And, and organic <laughs> chocolate right. uh, is unlimited. Right. <laughs> Rockly and chocolate, that's right. it. But, yeah, I mean, vegetables are basically calorie-free. Right. Yeah. But you could get a bread that says organic on the label. Yeah. And you can't have six slices of that. No. Yeah. No. So... And bread is sneaky because typically the serving size is one slice. Mm-hmm. Not two. And most of the time you're having two slices. Mm-hmm. So that's something to be aware of as well. So uh, so, so organic, the, not the beginning and the end. If you're worried about the cost of it, there's lots of ways that you can probably um, ameliorate that or uh, uh, you know keep that under control. One is by paying attention to this Clean 15 mm-hmm. and buying non-organic versions of this. Another is to pay attention to this list. It says 48, but it's now 30 dozen. It's now 51. Yeah, well, paying attention to this and making sure that you don't buy from the top of the list and you buy from the And the market is changing. So, you know, we talk about Wegmans and Whole Foods a lot, which are on the higher end. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, more of a cost conscious uh, retailer, Aldi, has gone fully organic. Aldi has gone organic. Interesting. So, another way to sort of tell is when you get to the checkout line, are there boxes of things, are there things that are processed rather than things like yeah. this and like this? And if you, if you have trouble choking down lots of vegetables, I have uh, a thing in the morning, I do the green, not like a shake, which I sometimes do, I have mm-hmm. protein, but I'll do two or three uh, of these giant, this is organic, it looks sort of GMO to me, but because it's so huge. But I'll put two or three stalks of celery in, some broccoli, some of these shoots, some spinach. Also organic was there on the list of don't buy them if they're not. And I grind up what is essentially five or six servings of a vegetable and I'm able to drink that. And it's fairly nice and fairly interesting. So let's talk about however you're doing this, there's a a dozen things that you want to really stay away from. Unless they're organic. You want to buy these things organic, right? Mm-hmm. So take us through a couple of those. So yes, strawberries are the number one. And that's like... They just absorb those pesticides and hold yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And spinach, nectarines, apples, peaches. This, can we stop for a second? Because apples surprised me. I think I remember reading a while ago, no, it's okay. You just wash them off or you peel them. But apparently the fruit does absorb the pesticides. So peeling is not sufficient. Peeling is not sufficient. Yeah. Whereas here with this banana and here with this grapefruit and here with this avocado, it does. So I'm sure there's some difference to the chemistry and yeah. the structure of those A lot peels. of those fruits absorb more water. Mm. So if you have a rainy season, for mm-hmm. instance, with strawberry and you eat a strawberry, the strawberry will taste like water. So when you're using especially a spray on those specific kinds of fruits... It's going to absorb, absorb and hold on to much more of that water with the pesticides and that liquid than an uh, avocado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a few here. The next few, you're going to couple from a- a- apple again, like peach. I would think that would absorb because it's a soft cover. But pears, pears apparently were just added, so they're, mm. they're new to the list. But cherries, celery, tomatoes. So let's stop for a second, especially because celery is widely used in juicing and in, you know, green drinks in the morning. So you pretty much have to buy that organic. It's on this list where 
the non-organic version of it is going to be loaded with pesticides. Mm -hmm. So bell peppers, sweet bell peppers, and potatoes. Those seem again like something. If you wash them off, you'd be good. Mm -hmm. But no, is the is the answer. Yeah. So yeah. this isn't intuitive. It's uh, yeah. it's good to have these lists. And, and these are pretty popular. Like thir number thirteen's cucumbers, cherry tomatoes, lettuce, mm -hmm. uh, blueberries. Domestic blueberries are worse than than imported. So interesting. Yeah, kale like greens. Hot so, peppers. Yeah. Yeah, so... So now, yeah, now from here, you start to get... Like, I, I would go yeah. on to plums, tangerines, and raspberries. So they're 22, 23, 24. I'd stay away yeah. from them. And raspberries, you can understand why. Again, yeah. it's got that soft outside, yeah. so if, if it gets sprayed. Right. But from here on down, I sort of am pretty comfortable buying non-organic. I would just be careful. So let's run down some of these where you probably could eat non-organic. Carrots, uh... Oh, grow Winter my own. squash, mm -hmm. oranges. Hard to grow oranges here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, summer squash, green beans, imported green beans, domestic snap peas. Oh, that got cut off. I don't know what that was. That might be the banana. That looks like yeah, banana, yeah. That might be. The, <laughs> that was number uh, But But probably in a place 30, where you can, yeah. Yeah, like 31. Then you have, like green onions, which were, you know, we had scare about green onions, so... <laughs> Earlier, was it like last year, two years ago, uh, where they were? That was an E. coli contamination. Yeah. So mm -hmm. just wash them just really well. Is the bottom yeah. line? Yeah. Watermelon, mushrooms, sweet potatoes, broccoli. Broccoli's thirty-six on this uh, dirty dozen, so it's kind of getting close to the ones that are. And again, okay. some of and these. And the rest are these are the same. Start the 15, with the 15, other. Yeah. So broccoli's right sixteen on the. And right. some of those, you look at organic. If you were in the market and you looked at organic and a non-organic certified broccoli, is the price differential one that matters? I mean, it might be. If it's a big gap, I'm going to buy the non-organic broccoli if it's right. a reasonable gap. But there are other things like eggs. Something else, just to alert people to, that doesn't go to the organic certification because you mm -hmm. can get organic certification and have chickens that aren't running around on the grass. But what you really want, and there's not a giant gap, like it looks expensive to pay $5 or $6 a dozen for eggs when you get them for $1.29. Yeah. But the stuff you get for $1.29 is not. I think good. eggs is one of those things, again, it's subjective, but is observably the biggest difference between organic, non-organic, mm -hmm. you know, non-organic and free range. Yeah, you know, free range. The color of the yolk, the texture, the size... The quality of it when you start to mix it, it mm -hmm. just seems, again, it's subjective, but observably the most difference. And I eat a lot of eggs, but most yeah. people aren't eating three or four eggs a day. Most people are eating a couple of eggs a few times a week. Yeah. So the yeah. cost differential in, in having this vastly nutritionally superior. I would argue if you're eating that many, I'll typically eat four to six eggs a day. Mm -hmm. So it's even more important for me mm -hmm. to have high quality eggs. Yeah, I'm just saying for somebody that only eats a couple eggs every now and then, the, it's you just do it. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Yeah. For somebody that eats a lot, you're going to do it yeah. because you don't want that. And I would say for on. meat, like you said, chicken, uh, beef, I would go for the healthiest beef and fish possible. I mm -hmm. mean, if you're going to eat, you eat more vegetables and eat smaller portions of meat. But if you're going to eat meat, you should buy like the best quality you can afford and just eat less of it uh, than, than to eat. You know, because just, again, hormones that are in... Um, industrial beef 
are just as bad as these hormones that are in vegetables. And uh, so grass-fed is the way to go. Well, you're getting organic grass-fed. With, with non-organic fruits and vegetables, you're having an indirect effect on hormones. But with a uh, hormone-injected beef, right. you're, going, you're getting those hormones just right into your yeah. body. So, so hopefully this has been helpful in figuring out a way that you can eat better, cook better, enjoy food more at a modest additional cost. And also be thinking about what are the, uh, how am I serving the ecology and the environment and uh, the growers of these foods Right. in a more systematic way, just by dedicating yourself to buying more organic food, even though Jeff Bezos is going to peel off a substantial <laughs> piece of the profit and try to keep the farmer down. Jeff Bezos is the new man. It used he to is. be your, gra- your grandfather in but, the NSA. I mean, that's it. And make sure you click on our affiliate links. Yes, that's right. Be, be yeah. sure to click on our Amazon affiliate links. But I, I wonder if Alexa, if you ask her a question about Jeff Bezos, what she says. Alexa, not Alex. Alexa. She doesn't know my voice. Alexa, is Jeff Bezos trustworthy? Sorry, I don't know that. That's her answer (laughs) for when she doesn't want to answer. Alexa, who is Jeff Bezos? Jeffrey Preston Bezos. Oh, now all of a sudden she's talking. January 12th, 1964, is the founder, president, chief executive officer, and chairman of the board of Amazon. That's it? That's it. Mm. I'll bet you if we ask... It's only defined by Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, it's been great having you here. Uh, Let's see who's on. Oh, here's Jamie. Sam. Jamie Freeze, not Jamie Oliver. Yeah, Jamie (laughs) Just to be clear. Jamie Oliver had come in just spontaneously wearing one of those feather coats he wears or something. That would have been fantastic. we got to think about that for the next time. Jamie Freeze. Hi, Jamie. Hey, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Jamie, make sure to share this video and also go subscribe to, and then we'll put Jamie in our prize basket too. Mm-hmm. And Chloe, you haven't won a prize yet. What's Maybe you will today. I didn't know there was prizes. Oh, there's prizes. <laughs> Do we have the prize bowl? We have the prize Let's bowl. Let's pick one in case. Uh, and what we're, are we giving away? Yeah, so um, we, we, we really should eggs. give away. <laughs> should give away organic eggs. Hard to shut. We do have the net for the next show. We're giving away that uh, dash cam, but for this one, let's give away Amazon gift card. Ooh, an Amazon gift card that you can put toward your. Oh, there you okay. go. There you go. Yeah, you get a twenty-five dollar Amazon gift card. What? Sam, you can pull it. Try to pull Chloe's intern. Chloe's. We try to dehumanize people by referring to them more by their role. Producer Leslie. Mm-hmm. Oh. Good lord! Wow. Should we just he's, not... he's just exhausting me. We won't let that person win, right? <laughs> no, I'll send him one, but we got to pull another one. Yeah. Okay. That was somebody from Australia who wins like every week, but that's because he's such an awesome promoter of the show. Oh, you really picked two. Redo. 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 Chloe, one of Will they get like good. three entries for that? That's why. Nicholas. <laughs> Yo! The fix is not in. I, I think you can use it at Whole Foods oh, now. Okay. That's interesting. They have the Amazon lockers there now at the Whole Foods in Exeter. You can order food on Amazon. You can. Yeah. Robin, this was fantastic. People finally got to see your face. Uh, people have already said, though, that they think that you are a woman we hired to play Robin Freeze. Mm-hmm. And so. it's, it's your daughter saying that, which is, which is especially weird. 
So listen, everybody, a uh, couple of things before you go. If you know anybody that's thinking about these kinds of issues, be sure to share this to us, send it to them. Uh, join us. We're going to take like a... Actually, we can just leave this on while we set up the... Um, that's dangerous. Yeah, that's true. We better turn it off because of the profanity. So we're going to take a few minutes break and we'll be back at 2 o'clock with the bartending yeah. show. And we have Go all from. kinds of things. Oh, organic. One extreme to the other. Yeah. Like if you feel that eating organic is holding you back from having a good time, we're going to take care of that. Yeah. In the next show. So, Robin, thank you. Bye. Thank you, guys. Take care. Thanks Bye-bye. to our... And remember, tune in to In Top Form on iTunes, too. We would love to have a five-star review. There. Yes. And subscribe on YouTube for these new, amazing, high post-production value uh, shows. Thank you. Take care. Remember to be in top form.